Welcome to Same Cast, Different Day Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Mark Tarolin, and I'm here with Crystal B. And we got some things to talk about. First thing yes, is, first thing is, season four. Okay, so we finally got an official date for season four. The season finale was already pre-taped already. So you won't hear the, hear the date in there. But the season four would officially start September 18th. It's this official start date of season four. Are you excited? We are, we are excited. I'm excited. I get, you know what? I started out at season three, just about the beginning, and now I'm part of this for a long haul. I'm so excited. I mean, I've talked with so many people, even my people, people at work are like, wow, really? Like, I can listen to this while I'm doing my job? Like, by all means. But if you don't listen to tunes, please listen to our podcast. And so there's some more downloads in there. We're getting them out there. We're getting the word. The word on the street's getting local getting bigger that's good that's awesome that's good so i got some exciting news i i I kept this part kind of quiet from everybody even people i worked with so i uh they don't know that she i applied for a position outside of the current company that i'm in and i just had my first interview today (laughs) and it went kind of well so i'm actually almost off into the next step so I'm sorry for people who want to hear this on a podcast and I'm going to be leaving, hopefully soon. <laughs> so I told nobody there about this. It's probably not the best idea to be telling people, you know, you work with especially management because that's like oh. a good ground for oh, possibly... Fuck. Oh, fuck management. I don't care if they know. I really don't care about them. They're horrible anyway. And then we have uh, Brian... Oh my God! It's Brian from TikTok is lingering around somewhere. What's up, guys? Oh, we hi, Brian. Oh. Welcome in. I'm I'm from TikTok and Clapper now too. So like oh. you know I'm kind of diversifying. Clapper, what the hell is Clapper? <laughs> Clapper is the more STD ridden version of TikTok. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't know why he even asked that question. <laughs> Why did I ask that? No, no, no. Honestly, there's a lot of good creators that are moving over to Clapper because TikTok is, they're just having a real hard time on TikTok. So, uh, you know, so Clapper is just a kind of a backup account type situation for a lot of big creators right now. Oh, just learned something. So, Brian, how did your birthday go? Oh, is that Brian's background? Jesus Christ. (laughs) How did your birthday go? Yeah, man. My birthday was great. Uh, well, it sucks because I turned 49 years old. Like, you know, I mean, this is the first time that the uh, the switchover was hard to deal with. Like, I'm, I'm reaching AARP level. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to say you should be happy about the discounts. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. No, I'm not. Oh wow! Thank you. Almost three over there, Martel. Wow. Thanks. I'm just thanks, saying. Dude. I can't wow. wait to get my ARP discounts. I can't wait. Oh yeah. God. You go ahead and you tell me that now, but tell me that when you actually get it. Be like, oh yeah, this five percent off is worth it. it. I'm telling you, anything that's worth anything that's worth saving money is worth it. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm excited because then at that age, you'd be damned if anybody say anything to you because you can say whatever you want and nobody will say anything to you about it. Because you know what? When you get to a certain age, can't nobody say correct you or anything. 
Well, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I get corrected <laughs> every day of my life. I mean, once you get to start all my friends, you can you can you can insult somebody and know what they can't correct you because you, you, you reach mm-hmm. that age where you just can't be corrected. That's true. I'll test that theory out soon. <laughs> you know, you know what? Well, I'm gonna take a little minute here and because oh my god, this is Brian is actually with us this evening as a guest. Um, I'd like to actually thank you, Brian, for actually getting my GoFundMe fundraiser going so i actually want to take just a minute and actually that he's here live on video i can actually see him and tell him that i appreciate thank you so much brian for doing this thank you for getting it going yeah. and I, you don't know how many people have asked me hey who's this who's this gentleman that's at the fundraiser for you and i said check him out on tiktok now i gotta check him out on clapper i said he's a creepy very old, important creepy person. old bald guy <laughs> no. no actually you're uh, a very you know, important listen, person. I'm going to steal the microphone for a minute because I think this fundraiser is really important. And it, and listen, we love Crystal. Crystal, by the way, you look beautiful tonight. Um, you. you look beautiful always, but you look wonderful tonight. Um, this is an important thing. I mean, like, I think people want to be part of this process with you. And we won't go into details, but there's people out there that are still uh, living in their skin and living in hiding and, and things like things like that. They're not, they're, they're not living their best life necessarily. And, you know, what you're going through is important to them. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's what I, that's what I want to tell folks is, you know, follow the process with, with crystal. And um, it's a, um, you know, it's an opportunity. Five, 10 bucks is not a big deal for anybody. And, and it helps out a lot. So Thank you for the comment, Brian. And that is so true. I mean, Brian, everyone, you know, everyone could put in just a small amount, you know, and, and, and it does mean it's even if I don't even know you could be in Japan, India, South America, I, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, um, you know, the fundraisers out there, we have it out there pretty much worldwide. So if anybody wishes to, you know, by all means, um, and I appreciate everyone um, so far, I've raised $120 so far. So just a few of my friends, um, Brian and Martel actually started the two. So they, they're actually the first that actually donated in. So gentlemen, gentlemen, that's off to you. <laughs> Both of you. That is awesome. It'll grow. That, it'll grow. It'll take time, but it'll get there. Just, just be patient and keep talking about it. And, I'll uh, drink today. And like, yeah. And like I said, it's, it's really about engaging a community and saying, listen, you know, we want to support uh, maybe this person you know, you don't know Crystal, you know, and that's okay. I mean, there's, 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 there's thousands and thousands of crystals out there in the world that uh, don't have a voice and don't have a platform. And, and um, this might give them the little push that they need to kind of start moving forward on their life and figuring things out. You know what I mean, Sam? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to help those people get out of their um, you know, get out of the closet because the closets are made for clothes and shoes and boots and everything else. You know, just come out and enjoy life. And it's, it's okay to be you. It's, I mean, because they're Martel, you're going to laugh at this, but there actually are parents and people. Okay. I mean, there's even people in my work. Okay. About maybe 5% are real negative, you know, again, don't care about them. I got no time for them, but out of the 90, 90 some percent, the only 5% that, you know, so another 5% that just, don't understand, you know, I've explained something they don't understand, but you know, the 9% are like, Hey, you're a human being. So am I nice to meet you. That's it. 
understand you know, the story. Yeah. And it, it's pretty interesting when they start asking questions about me and they're like, oh, wow, that's like, I've really never heard of this. And I said, well, you can YouTube it. You're welcome. And I said, always YouTube it if you need to look into it. I said, but that's, that's what not, I, did. I said, I said, you can look me up on Facebook, TikToks. And I said, any of those, you know, I said, and you're welcome. To, I said, I'm going to try to do, as Brian says, I'm going to try to do more like videos and, you know, talk about myself, actually talk on a video instead of dancing around like a crazy <laughs> chick, you know, but actually like, and start introduce myself and tell everybody it's okay to be trans. It's okay to be you. You're loved, you're cared for. And if nobody cares for you, I do. I do. I mean, My I, friends. I mean, I went and watched the video of both process for male and female, and it just left me with more questions now. So hopefully we get our, our health expert on probably next season to answer those questions that I have. I still want to know if we're going to do the uh, menu thing. If we get to see the menu items. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Menu I got to get that we're together. To do a Zoom. Wait, menu we're items? To do a Zoom where we get to look at the supercut uh, menu items of what uh, Crystal gets to choose from. Oh. oh. <laughs> I was lost at first. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm so embarrassed. My face is red. <laughs> Wait, let me find out they have a menu for that. Well, you know what was funny, and I'll try to do this PG as possible, but we were in a live uh, with Crystal, and uh, we brought up, do you get a choice? And she said, what do you mean? Don't they all look the same? And every single woman in our live was screaming, no, 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 they don't. <laughs> yeah, there are some ugly ones out there, too. I'm just saying. Uh, well, mine won't be bedazzled, so don't worry about that, boys. Okay, don't, don't worry about that. We're not, I'm not no city chick, so don't worry about that. So don't have to worry, you know. Good Lord Jesus. All right, we're done embarrassing. That's okay. My cheeks, that's fine. I love it. I'll take it. I'll, so, I'll, take, I'll take the heat. So last week was actually supposed to record with Brian last week, but unfortunately, I didn't have electricity last week. Due to a storm coming through our city and knocking over everything, it seemed just about. So we happen to have Brian on this week with us. We just don't know we a week late, but we're happy. Um, so the storm pretty much wiped out over two hundred and twenty-five thousand residents here. Electricity. So nobody had electricity. I was about two days with no electricity. Um, there were some people who went about four or five days with no electricity. I know there's a woman who depended on oxygen and depending on electricity. I guess the uh give her her oxygen whenever whenever she needs it for her breathing treatments and she had no electricity to do it and all they can say is that i'm i'm sorry like they didn't help they didn't even know like the city or state didn't provide generators to these people they didn't come around to check on anybody they didn't even check on the elderly people and they're like a lot of people especially where i live at there's a lot of elderly people who live by themselves and nobody came out and checked on them i had no idea i remember you sending me a dm saying i haven't had electricity for two days but that was it, and I apologize for not following up and asking you more about that. Oh no, it's fine. I ended up finding that was able to go to I think another county over, and I have found a uh, a generator, so at least I was able to save like my food and stuff from spoiling. But I just feel so bad for some of the other people. Like they um, they wasn't able to save their food. There was some businesses who had to throw away all their food, and the electric company reported that their uh, electricity was out for a few hours. Or a day when it was really out for four days. 
and now their insurance company is not reimbursing them or even paying out money to replace everything that they had to throw out. So it was just a complete big disaster. And there's still a, a car at the end of my street right now that got crushed by a tree. Still there. Nobody has come to try to remove it or anything. It's just you just still see damage everywhere around the city from this storm. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I've seen those pictures. Um, so we're talking from one of the local TV stations, TMJ4 or WTMJ4 um, in Milwaukee. And it was amazing looking at that's an NBC uh, station, affiliate station. And it's amazing to see the tree damage. And all the stuff that fell, oh, I just—I went to the cemetery today to uh, visit my grandfather and my grandmother at their grave sites. And around the like around the corner from where they're buried at, they're about to bury somebody else. And there's like literally a tree that's like broken half that's still just sitting there. And like, how do you expect for somebody to come here and have a whole funeral service and you know, watch their loved one get lowered into the ground? And there's literally a chance that this tree can fall over on top of them. Yeah, that's not good. And like they like they have the plot dug up and everything ready for everything to go. So like the response here has been it's been slow. Like I think one of my coworkers she couldn't get out for three days. She was like literally stuck. Her she couldn't get her car out or nothing. Couldn't get to work nothing. And then the the company that we work for, not gonna say name, but the company we work for actually held it against her that she couldn't get to work. See so. Due to a storm, which is not something a human can control, by all means, mm-hmm. that 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 sounds like that sounds like there's some fine line there that she actually. I mean, I'm not saying my business degrees tell me all, but um, granted, there's policies, but there's a ways around those policies legally. Mm-hmm. Where um, no, I mean, she could get written up. On the same note, she could also take that information to a lawyer and be like, "Hey, by the way, here's what happened." I mean, yeah, but but they 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 counted them them absences against her because she couldn't get to work. Like literally, there were trees down on each side of her block, so she couldn't get her trees off the block. So it got to the point where I was able to finally get out, and then she had to literally walk down to the corner to in order for me to pick her up because I cannot get on her block to actually pick her up. And this lady is, I think, about 64, 65 years old. So I don't know what they expect for somebody at that age to do. Like, like she can go out there and pick up trees herself. No. Jeez, that's pathetic. And maybe maybe Brian should come and apply for like a management position at the company I work for. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> what? I'm I'm already system manager, so I'm out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they I'm have out. like three open no. manager positions and currently a director position because they're firing a lot of management for some reason now. Although we've been, like, I don't want to manage or direct nobody. <laughs> uh, I mean, I manage to direct people. I don't want to do it no more. I mean, I mean, you only be overseeing like three different buildings. Oh no, no. <laughs> I mean, the pay is worth it. I mean, they only make you do like a two-year contract at the most. Nope. Oh nope. my god. <laughs> oh, two-year contract. Oh. I mean, granted, I have five-year contracts, but that's, you know, they're not bad, but. I mean, I think with our current, uh, the, the director that we had before the, the termination, I think he had the option. I think they were going to fire him, but he just decided to terminate himself so that the fire, I mean, the whole firing thing wouldn't go on his record. Because one of the other managers, I guess, got, um, uh, I'm just going to say, um, how can I put this? 
Um, got pink slipped, walked out. I mean, he got the pink he slip. to leave. He got the pink slip. Okay. But the reason why he got the pink slip is not, it hasn't been confirmed. And I don't think that would ever be, it would ever be confirmed. But from what a lot of staff members are saying, it's for sexual harassment. Mm. Any kind of harassment? Yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna turn out well. He was one of those people who was always touchy feely when he talked to people. So, yeah, it was, it was one of those kind of terminations. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was this week so far. So you asked about my birthday. My birthday was horrible. Like it was forty nine. Like forty nine. Like forty nine. <laughs> it's not that bad. That don't sound. Oh, it is that bad. How old are you? Huh? How old are you? Um, Anthony is. I will be celebrating my first annual. 29th anniversary in February. It'll be 30 in February. It'll be Shut 30. You don't know nothing about nothing. I had my first child when I was 34. So I'm, like I mean, but I'm 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 very experienced because my parents were boomers. Wait, 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 wait. Your experience when you said you couldn't even cut my gray out, you're like, look at all this lawn you gotta cut. This is a lot. I'm like, really? I mean, really? I don't even really? cut, I don't cut my own how grass. Do you, how do having boomer parents qualify you as being experienced? Because most it sounds people, like you're appropriating their experience. Because most people my age are idiots, and they was right. They were raised by late seventies, early eighty babies during the whole crack pandemic era, academic, whatever they want to call it. Oh, buddy, you were describing me, Whoa. right? You know, that's oh, me, buddy. Whoa, you messed with the 70s, buddy. Whoa, you got I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying, like both of my parents was born in 1960. So a lot of the people that I graduated high school with, like they parents, like my parents was in their fifties. Well, my dad would have been in his fifties. And my mom was like fifty-five or fifty something when I graduated, or fifty-one, somewhere around there when I graduated high school. Everybody else when I graduated high school, their parents was like 33, 34, 31. And you can tell that the di- in a different way how we were raised. I'm still trying to figure out how this gives you experience. Who me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I'm wins. I'm, it, I'm it gives it gives me twenty nine. It gives and nine and a half, and I got all this experience because I had boomer parents. What? Yes, because they actually they teach you stuff, and they are more knowledgeable. I mean, if you look at a lot of kids that's my age now, they're idiots. Um, when you think about it, not, not all. Not a all. lot I, of I, them, I, a lot of them are. If you go on social media and see some of the say, stuff that me, these twenty-year-olds are doing, I I'd be looking at them like you will not find one person who had parents that was born as boomers that's my age act the way how normal twenty-five through thirty-year-olds do now. Mm, Let me just know, be I really just... clear, and, I, and I'm not going to make this political or anything, but <laughs> as a child of boomer parents myself, I will say that a lot of people my age are idiots, all right? <laughs> like, everything you look around you in the world right now 
points out how many idiots there are in the so world. You are Generation X. Generation X raised I am idiots. Generation X, yes. But we are not idiots. <laughs> Listen here. I say you guys raised idiots, which was the millennials. No. <laughs> Generation <laughs> X made everything. There's not yeah, anything we surrounding you right now. There's not anything surrounding you in your studio right now that Generation X didn't invent. I mean, that is true. Tell me I'm wrong. But tell me I'm I mean, wrong. No, you're not wrong. But then at the same time, at the same time, though, us millennials who were born by was raised by boomers know the simple fact of we have to work for what we got, got instead of having things handed to us. You know what? But hold on. Hold on. Brian, I'll, give me a second here. You know, I'll tell you something real quick. Boomers, Gen X, doesn't matter. We both, you know, we both got ourselves whipped, okay? And I have a, I have a twenty-year-old, okay. And don't tell me just because he plays his video games, that kid will go out and he will work with me if I have a project to work on. This is my twenty-year-old, all right. Mm-hmm. He will go do stuff. He will go do it. He don't fuss. He don't complain. Done like that. Mm-mm. When he's with his mom, he'll fuss. When he's with me, because I don't deal with it. He gets it done. I mean, yeah, it depends on the parenting. Yeah, of course. Let me be. Let me. This is an interesting topic, and let me be really clear about the millennials that I have engaged. I do comic. I mean, I produce comic cons. I do large events and things like that. And the millennials that I've engaged with, there are two types of millennials, in my opinion, in my experience. Now, there is the one type of millennial that just uh, that all of those Gen Xers sit around and we're like, they're like. Uh, they just want everything handed to them and yada, yada, yada. Yes, there is that person, but that person exists in all generations. There, That's not a millennial thing, all right? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, they feel that, you know, social credibility and being an influencer and things like that make them relevant or important, and, I, and that's fine. There's the other millennial that is much more predominant, and that millennial has changed the script whenever it comes to a paycheck. They have not looked at the world and said, what do I need? How do I need to work to live or not? I mean, I'm sorry. How do I need to live to work? I don't need three or four jobs. I need to work to live. I need a job to where I can go travel and I can do other things. And there is a lot of millennials in the world that have this mindset. And it was frightening for me as a a Gen Xer to see what they were doing. But I realized that they don't care about a paycheck. They can make their own money. You know what I'm saying? They know how to start a business and get a business up and going uh, in the Internet world where a lot of the Gen Xers and stuff are still stuck with, you know, those golden handcuffs of a 401k and health insurance and all this kind of stuff. And these other millennials are like, I can take care of all that myself. And they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a large predominance of millennials that we need to be watching because they are killing it right now. That is that is true. Like I said, it's though it's the it's them them ones who were raised by the right people who see the world totally different. Yeah, like I, I said, like like I'm like I'm one of those about. like I'm like I'm one of those people see? where I like I look at some of these people I'm like I refuse to work three or four jobs. I'm gonna work my one job. And if I can't make it off of what that job pays me, then that means I'm doing something wrong in life. Yeah, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to make a million dollars doing a podcast. I'll show all of you. 
Uh, I mean, I had a, I had, <laughs> it'll a, come, it'll come. I had, I had another idea before this, but I was like, I was not in the right mindset for that. So, but you have to understand that that children choose their paths not necessarily based off of what their parents did. Sometimes they choose their path because they don't want to do what their parents did. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these millennials grew up in households with single parents or even two parents working all the time, never getting to see their family. And, and these millennials are making a different choice. You know what I mean? They were given an example of what not to do. And I see it and it's beautiful. And I think it's wonderful. And we need to celebrate them more for making that choice. You know, they're moving into, they're moving into campers, not campers, but like, you know, fifth wheel, you know, living in tiny houses and, and reducing their, expenses and they're not buying a three, $300,000 home whenever they don't need no. it. You know what I mean? And they're mm-hmm. moving all over the country and flying all over the world. I love it. I want to be a millennial sometimes. And, and that's one of the things I said, like I was thinking about buying a home, but like I said, I'm not afraid to buy a $300,000 home. And then I'm like, I'm never there in the first place. And, and I mean, you don't ever buy a home. And then especially with the work schedule I have now, I would never be at the house. I'll be an idiot to go buy a house right now. <laughs> But the idea that you're buying a home, that you own this property is, is, and that's what I'm saying. This millennial mindset says, I don't own this property. I don't own this property for 35 years. And more than likely, I'll probably refinance and sell this property before 35 years is up. So there's exactly. no, I mean, this, this, this American dream of owning your own home and all of these things doesn't exist in the, the uh, millennial mindset. It's a change. Mm of priorities and i love it yeah i love this change we constantly want to travel and see the world yeah because i have i have so many like people in my uh family but like like a lot of my all my aunts and uncles was born in the 50s and i can say the majority of them has probably never left the state i mean i'm not i'm not saying it's sad that's a choice and i get it and sometimes it's not a choice but like to to live in a bubble is comfortable you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like once you have your community and your bubble and you found your place in the world it's comfortable and and that's a nice thing right mm-hmm. and that's something you should do whenever you get to your age you know that 29 plus plus <laughs> whatever it is no i'm just kidding it's something you should do when you get to my age find your bubble find a comfortable place to live and exist in there but like in your 20s and 30s man you got to you got to get out there in the world before you can have an opinion on politics or anything. You got to get out and see the rest of the world. You can't see it through rose colored glasses of your community. Mm-hmm. You got to go experience it. You know, I've had the I've had a I've been blessed in my life to be able to do that a lot. And um, I see a lot of people that just get into their mindset and just shut down any other kind of type of outside conversation that doesn't exist in their bubble. And it's like, I don't ever want to be that person. Yeah, my oldest cousin, she's in her 50s. So she's in charge of like every year. Uh, the first generation cousins, all of us are going to take a trip somewhere every year. And then we got those cousins who are like, well, I'm not doing that. I want to like, like they're not comfortable leaving the Wisconsin bubble, like you said. And that's just one thing that we've been like, we've been working on. Like right now we're going on a seven day cruise next year. And then I think. We're supposed to be going camping in Seattle, and then I think none of the year we're supposed to be going to Rome or something like that that we're working on. So, it's is it's I, I get what you're saying. 
Have you heard of the uh, TV show We're Here? It's on HBO. I have not. Okay, it's a great show. It's got a couple of the uh, the uh, performers that were on uh, Drag Race, you know, the drag queens. They came to Branson, Missouri. And um, I was the uh, one of the local producers for that show. So they basically contacted me to get location shoots and things like that. Mm -hmm. to get some background on Branson, Missouri. Branson, Missouri is a very conservative town. You know, it's full of music shows and entertainment and stuff like that. But one thing I explained to them was the Branson bubble and the fact that inside the town, there is a community of LGBTQ. There's a community, there's lots of different types of people inside of Branson, Missouri. But as soon as you step outside of that bubble, like literally five miles outside of that bubble, you are in super conservative Missouri. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the weird thing is, is that we cater towards the conservative market. And so one of the conversations I had with them, the HBO producers and with Bob, the drag queen who was there, um, one of the conversations I had with with them was uh, the weird thing is, is that most of the people on stage and singing and performing for these ultra conservative vacationers are gay. And they have been for 30 years. Like we've had this wonderful entertainment environment inside of Branson and all these people entertaining you are people that you don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? You're spending mm-hmm. your money to leave your bubble, to come into our bubble and you don't even recognize what's happening on stage in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's sad. And that's why I thought the HBO special was important because I wanted more people to understand that, you're engaging in a community that you don't agree with, but you don't understand why you don't agree with. It. You think you understand, but you don't because you love getting the autographs and you love watching them sing and dance and you love all these other things, but you don't love them. That is true. You know, so that's my little two cents. Yeah, that's something I don't understand about people, though. Like a lot of people like for these entertainers who are part of the LGBTQ community. And a lot of these people that's like you said outside that bubble will flock to like the concerts and spend all this money, but at the same time, when it comes to their lifestyle, you don't support them and then you bash them on social yeah. media. <laughs> like, what is up with that? So why even take so why you you're paying the money to make them relevant, but at the same time you hate them? Like those are people who need therapists. Well, I think that it is a it's the bubble conversation it's the idea that i've come from a community that i feel safe that i understand everything that's going on and i don't have to argue the politics or the realities of the world in my bubble you know and and i'm not saying that it's not a safe place to be we all have bubbles we all have our communities that we like Mm -hmm. to live in and um that bubble exists for the lgbt community lgbtq community as well like i grew up in southern california West Hollywood, um, I'm not going to sing the song, but, uh, you know, uh, West Hollywood had a bubble, you know, I mean, my brother who, who was gay lived, chose to go to that bubble. He said, this is where I can grow my bubble. My brother passed away a couple of years ago at 66 years old. So like in his lifetime, that was the bubble he needed to go and live in. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to find that comfort area. And that bubble has expanded and, and more understanding has happened. But um, I understood why he went there. You know, he didn't want to stay in, in, uh, in Compton, California, where, where we were born. 
you know, he wanted to go to a place where he felt safe and he could be with people that were like-minded. It, it ex- the bubble exists for everyone. The question is, are you willing to step outside your bubble every once in a while and experience new things? And then bring that information back into your community and your bubble. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, for a while, it took, even for me, it took me a while to step outside of my own little bubble for a while because it and for a while like i wouldn't i wouldn't travel to certain even in my city i like i wouldn't even travel to certain parts of my city i would only stay in areas that i was comfortable with i only talk to certain people who i felt comfortable talking with and over time i just got over time i just been slowly making this process of stepping outside this bubble stepping outside of my comfort zone my safe zone is what i would call it and go out there and experience the world yeah I went to Washington, D.C., and I won't tell a long story, but I went to Washington, D.C. for a uh, for work. And, um, you know, I was talking to the people in the hotel and stuff, and I was like, where do I need to go? I mean, I need to know about Washington, D.C. I need to know the real D.C. And they were like, oh, well, you can go over to this tourist trap or you can go over to this tourist trap or you can go see the Smithsonian or you can do these things. And I was like, no, no, I want to know about real Washington, D.C. And they go and they're like, nobody would tell me. Right. They're like, you, no, you, you, you do not need to go see the real Washington, D.C. And I was like, yeah, I do. And um, so I went and talked to another person and they said, well, you know, if you want to get some history, uh, go to Ben's Chili Bowl. Ben's Chili Bowl, Washington, D.C. And it was probably the most uh, the best experience of my life of really stepping outside of my comfort zone. It was it's it's inner city dc uh you know and um a a white guy in a suit and tie just doesn't look right you know what i'm saying i mean it's just i mean let's just be honest with it it just didn't look right Mm -hmm. and um but we went there ben's chili bowl is a beautiful experience they they make some amazing stuff but the back room of ben's chili bowl was all of the jazz singers during the uh, prohibition days it was just full of photos and autographs and it was like a huge room tall room and it was a speakeasy where all the jazz performers played in dc and for anybody that has any kind of understanding of jazz i mean like dc is where you know the jazz really thrived and came into the rest of the country and um and it was a great experience it was a scary experience but i think fear is what keeps us in our bubbles stepping mm-hmm. outside your bubble and stepping into other communities and living in that fear and owning that fear and understanding why you're fearful and then addressing that fear and going okay i'm fearful because of my prejudice or i'm fearful because of my not understanding this community you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that isn't the community's fault that's my fault the community's not making me fearful i'm making me fearful you know and i just walked out of that experience with a really uh you know and it could have went bad it could have went good it could have went any direction but i think we need to live our lives a little bit more fearful than we do now you know and and experience that fear and then address it in ourselves and go why have i felt this way you know Mm. is that my fault that i felt this way yeah it is it's because i've created a bubble and i feel comfortable in my bubble and whenever i step out of it I got to take in new information. And sometimes new information is hard. That is true. Uh, Crystal, that's the that's, that's, that's place we need to add to our list of Baltimore places when we're over there because we only got to drive like across the bridge to get there. We'll have to add that to the to the list. 
Right. I've been to DC before, but I never knew heard of that place before. Because when I when our tour guide just took us through, you know, all the monuments and to the White House and all that crap. But yeah, I didn't I didn't know about this place. So this is a place I'm gonna have to go check out. That'd be worth you know, going to see. I mean, we're, yeah, we're we're gonna be you know to me. I mean, you talk about fears, like you know, yeah, I'm like I'm scared, and nervous about flying a plane by myself, getting out in a new city, and you know, I'm out of my bubble. You know, I'll be in a, you know, Uber or Lyft, you know, I don't know anybody. So it's all one of those. I mean, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have my fears. I am. I am. And I'm telling you right now about them. So I'm going to have to conquer them and step on them and move forward. I mean, by all means, um, you know, but. Talk, make sure, talk, make sure you talk. have some fun though, before your surgery while you're there. Yeah. I won't have any fun by the time I pretty much get, get there. I'll pretty much be. I, I don't know. I can't even, to be honest with you, I'm not able to even alcohol consumption or nothing like that's cut off by the 1st of October. So pretty much out for the time being. Oh, God, but, I would die. But the good news is, the good news is that I have a friend of mine that's actually in the Baltimore area, and he told me that he would actually hook me up with something for the flight back so we could take some back from from, from Maryland, which would be fun. I mean, I'd be nice to take whatever. But you got to go a little bottle of something. You have to go Whatever. a whole month though without alcohol. Yep, whole month. Yeah. Oh my god, my liver will literally die if I don't if I go a month without wine. <laughs> so like Jesus, how would you do that? No. I'm just. I'm just a real. You know what? There are real problems in the world right now, and you all are complaining about having to go without alcohol for thirty days. That's no, a long time. I, I'm not complaining, right? I'll be he troubled. I'll be troubled. This dude over there with the name Martel Roland. I'm fine. If, I don't. If, I'm fine. I'm if you okay. worked at the place that I work at, you would need wine before and after you leave that place. Is well, that you bad? Tried to give me a job there. I mean, somebody <laughs> has to deal with the slack. I'm just saying. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not going to be a director. No, thank you. I don't know. We'll be a manager or supervisors. I need those. Two. Well, if you're gonna, if you were to stick around, then maybe I would. Maybe. Oh hell no! I'm leaving. <laughs> then them them people will try to send you into COVID room. Well, with a proper isolation gear, you need to go into a COVID room. That's why I'm trying to leave. <laughs> Listen, you're, I hope your other interviews go well because you might be going back and re-editing this podcast. Why? Because you're gonna be taking out a whole bunch of stuff that you said about your job if you're if you don't move to another job. Oh no, I don't care. I, I've talked about them a lot on here before. Everything stays in. Like okay. I said, long as I don't mention their names or the name of the place, I am perfectly fine. Yep. We just say it's a work, <laughs> business, location, whatever. Yeah, like, like even, I can't even say stuff. Just think, I'm a contractor. I'm a military contractor. I can't say where I work, what I do. I just say I clean stuff. That's it. So I can tell you, that's it. I'm a DOD contractor. That's it. But if they go after like, me, if they go after me after hearing this, all I gotta do is call OSHA anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people in the military just laugh at me when they say that. Like, oh yeah, okay, we know that is. Oh no, this bottle is almost finished. Um oh, one second. Oh no. Oh no, your bottle's almost empty. Actually, this oh, one is no. empty. Good thing I got like 12, oh. 12 or 14 more behind me somewhere. The tragedy. <laughs> uh, he's gonna mail well, me. He's gonna actually he's gonna drop off a cupcake for me yet. Oh, I actually have one. 
Oh, really? We're supposed to have it for Thursday. Today's Thursday. I, I see. See what had happened was today. I had the interview today, and then after I had the interview, I kind of took an old man nap, and then I had to go and do some errands. Oh, fifty year old nap? Is that what you just said you took? Yeah, I took an old man nap. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, oh, so now Brian and I are what? We're youngsters? Is that what we are? <laughs> it was We're like no, no, I took a nap today too. <laughs> it was huh. like one of those naps where I fell asleep but didn't know I was sleeping, so I woke up and was like, "Damn, I was asleep." Type of nap. Oh. So it's been. It's been a very eventful, but uh, this is the actual cupcake. I don't know if you can see it. So Yay. it's a chocolate cupcake, and on the inside towards the bottom, it has a Oreo towards the bottom here in this area. Then in the end, it still has a peanut butter filling on the inside too. Also, you know, maybe if he shows up on Sunday and brings me that cupcake, maybe that'd be good. I mean, I mean, this batch is kind of old, so I'm gonna have to have her make some more. <laughs> Crusty old stuff. Well, that's fine. We'll give it to Seagulls. I mean, because they're like almost a week. Huh? I'm diabetic, and I want to climb through the screen and snatch that cupcake out of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> if you go look up on Facebook, it's Crystal Sweet Treats. She makes all kinds of stuff. She's uh, actually working mm-hmm. on, because my cousin's in Seattle birthday is coming up, and she's actually going to be making some um, cake pops with wine infused in them for me for her birthday to send to her. So... Yeah, she can yeah, make just. Ahead. She keep can make about. Keep talking about sweets. Go ahead. I'm just, just saying she can make just about, about anything you can want. I mean, she oh, can. I'm just saying. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. And it does us no good to see it through a screen. Hey, so so the, what that means? What Brian means, Martell, <laughs> is that when we go down to Missouri, okay, not the state of Missouri as you might call it, Missouri, part of the Midwest. You, you mean you get your tramp stamp? Down there, when I get yeah, my, your my tattoo, my tattoo, <laughs> my tattoo, guys, then we will bring him. We will bring him like at least two, at least actually no three of them, because he's got to give one to his, his kid. You're not gonna get me in trouble for have him having a diabetic coma. No, I will meet you guys. I will meet you guys up at that city. Do you want to talk about the city on your way down here? The one that you have to stop in at. Sure, is it is in the ghetto? Because I don't do the ghetto very well. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a ghetto it, person. It, you'll see. You'll see billboards for it. When you're coming down I-44 out of St. Louis, you'll see billboards for it 40 miles out. It's uh, it's Mianus, Missouri. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about that. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah. pause. Yeah. Time out. Time out. Can somebody please Google and show me this? Missouri, <laughs> and we got to stop in Mianus because in Mianus there's a fudge <laughs> And I'm not joking. You know, it's true. This is true. Brian told us the story. Right ahead of Dolph. And we got, and they got wonderful fudge. You know we got in there. I got to go Google. Oh, my God. Go ahead. <laughs> There's a church. There is a chapel in Mianus where they do weddings where you can get married in Mianus. There's a bar and grill in Mianus. There's a lot of fun places to stop in Mianus. <laughs> Long pause while while uh, Martel looks up Mianus, Missouri. I, I mean, I oh my god, this is really a real place. <laughs> oh, my, oh my goodness! <laughs> you are welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm. <laughs> um, it's on Route 66. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. You get I'm, your kick on Route 66. I'm, I'm, oh my goodness. 
Oh my goodness. So you guys are invited to meet me in my anus and uh, we'll get some fudge. <laughs> Yay! Oh my god. And there, there's there's one in Connecticut too. Escape the side show. Right here, they got chicken bones. Yeah. There we go. What everything? What everything going on? Oh my! Almost. The town's actually called Uranus, but it's funnier when I say my anus. But it's it's Uranus, Missouri. It, it autocorrected me. Oh my goodness! I am I'm blown away right now. <laughs> I, I I can't I can't. Who thought that would be a good idea? Like who who who? Great 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 grandfather or grandmother thought? Yeah, let's name the city. Wow. Uranus, yeah, it's Uranus. I apologize. I said mines, but uh, and you can actually, uh, you can actually become mayor for a day in Uranus. I'm done. I've, <laughs> I've have heard it. I've heard it all. I'm a wow. Look at Uranus Fudge Factory and General Store. You know what a General Store is, Martel? Do you know what that is? Do you it's even know something general- that you go buy like antiques or something from? Oh. Yeah, you can get all your grandmother's uh, antique uh, furniture in Uranus as well. Oh my goodness! I mean, I have a a metal bed frame, probably from like the fifties, in my basement right now. Yeah, if anybody wants it, they can have it. <laughs> it's still there. The thing's about one hundred and forty years old. Because I actually think the house that I'm in is almost one hundred years old, so it's probably about the oldest this house. And Crystal, I still don't see your liquor. I told you I don't have any. Remember? This is a drinking podcast. I can't be the only one drink every week. Well, you're drinking. So every drink. week, every week I'm drinking, and then I'm always I'm always the one on here looking like the alcoholic. <laughs> and no, it's you're just, well, you're just if, if you're thirsty, free, you're just a thirsty male. If you're free this Saturday. Me and my uh, uh my friend that's uh uh I think she's a shit I forgot what her job title is. Um, wait, you and uh, Tina Marie? No, my friend Mary. We're going to be oh. making bad decisions on Saturday. Oh boy, which well, means Saturday. more than likely it's going to end up with me having about seven or eight Long Islands. Oh, so where are we doing? Where are you doing this with it's, Mary? It's, it's going to be at Brewski's. Oh, okay. So everybody, oh no, this this episode would pass. So, um, what time is this? Okay, so we got a little bit more time left on this episode before we got to wrap up and start recording the next episode. Yes, we're doing two episodes in one night, so that way we can start shooting promos for season four next week. Yes. While we're while you guys are listening to the rest of the episodes, we'll be shooting promos for the next season. So, don't worry, I won't. No, I will not be dancing unless people actually request it. So, if you request it. I mean, there is there that video of me singing "All I Want for Christmas Is You" very badly that you sent me. So we that might end up on a the YouTube. Oh, speaking of, before I forget, everybody, uh, let me know how your OnlyFans uh friends are doing. Who makes a living off of um OnlyFans? Uh, let me know how they're doing. Uh, at me, DM me, tweet me. Um. I don't know where else there is on whatever people can do because as of October, if you haven't heard the news as of October, um, all the fans is moving away from porn. So all oh, you who really? use 
OnlyFans to for your porn, or people who make a living off of OnlyFans doing porn, they would have to come up with another way to make money. Oh. So check on let me know how your your OnlyFans friends. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Fans. Fans. OnlyFans. <laughs> the, the, wine, the wine is kicking in. <laughs> oh, look who's in his office finally. But yes, make sure y'all check on check on your friends. Please go check on your friends. Let us know how they're doing now that OnlyFans is counseling their way of making money. Oh yeah. It's a good idea. But you know what you should always do though? This is something for the way we actually do always tell people is that you know what? If you're ever having a bad day, always check on your friends. Shoot a text, message, call, social media, however you gotta do. Which always means which means Brian is I'm sorry, it's too late now. You you can't become an OnlyFans uh star. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you um, made a big you made a big assumption right there. Now you have crystal blushing. Now look at that. <laughs> <laughs> The shenanigans that goes on here on this oh, podcast, sweet. ladies and gentlemen. This oh. is um this is almost season finale worthy. You know what? Almost, you know, one of the times you guys are gonna hear me snort. I might snort maybe. <laughs> I've I've done it a like, couple I've of times on here. I've got the I've got the uh I've got the dad bod, I've got the beard, I've got the bald head. I mean, like I'm in the mm. jackpot world right mm. now as far as attention. Bingo. I mean, I mean, call the bingo. I call bingo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, if he was had OnlyFans page, he'd make some good money. I mean, there's a lot of people paying uh, people for dad bot videos. Just saying, this is some good, some good money out there. I'll send you a link. <laughs> I'm poor now. I, I, I got to figure out how to pay Crystal as an employee now, so I'm poor. You're gonna get that signing bonus from this new job. <laughs> Yay! I wish I wish they're getting I'm, paid. I'm, 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 re- I'm really hoping I get this new job because I think the uh I think like the salary is like uh sixty five thousand a year, and nice. it comes with free health insurance and free dental. Oh, nice! You're living that boomer life, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like health insurance is very expensive, like. I got tired of being penalized every year when I filed my taxes. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to get health insurance. But then I don't use it because every time like the health insurance, even though it's through the company I work for, you think that since I worked through a hospital, it has like good benefits to it. It doesn't. Like Every time I go to the doctor, I have to pay $30 every time I go to the doctor. No matter what, it's $30 every time I go. And there's like the co-pays. You're still paying high co-pay amounts and stuff. It's horrible. It's like, the, it's, oh my God, it's horrible. People with Badger Care and stuff got better insurance than I do. Oh, if you know what Badger Care is, oh, sorry, Brian. Brian, uh, that Badger Care is for, like the poor people insurance that be like that, like get state insurance, I think. Or is that Medicare? I don't know. I need that. No, 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 no. Badger Care is a state, state funded insurance. Okay, well, yeah, that because they because them people don't have to pay for nothing. I wish I had their insurance. So they, I, they, they could go break their lid and have four babies all on the same day, don't have to pay nothing. So, I mean, so when you're off like a medical leave in the state of Wisconsin, you have the, the FMLA, which is actually federal and state, same, it's the same policy. And you can actually apply 
for Badger Care, but it has to be a month after you're off. Well, I should apply for that then when I was off from work for eight months. <laughs> so, because as long as you have to get it, like, I can't, I have like how much it is. And I, like I said, the quote is, but I believe you had to make less than $20,000 a year. So, you, you're just going to rub that in. You know, I think what it was. No, dang well, I make over $20,000 a year. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Like I said, the numbers have changed, but. But um, but because in the United States they don't believe in paying people for medical leave time off, you know, giving you some kind of incentive to even give you fifty percent of your pay. Instead, they make you get an insurance because that's how that's how the world goes around. Yeah, in America. Well, yeah when I was off, I was receiving sixty percent of my pay, which equaled out to about four hundred and some dollars a week. Which I was like pissed. I'm like, man, I get this and like, I make more than this in a month. <laughs> I was, it was so upsetting. Well, but that's that's kind of where that's the deal. That's excuse me, that's part of the insurance deal. That's what it is. Well, somebody should burn down insurance. Insurance, you know what? Insurance, mm-hmm. I can't stand insurance. Even car insurance, like it is all a scam. Like we got to have insurance on our cars just in case something happened. Like, and then on top of that, it's very expensive to have. Like, I, I don't understand why it's so expensive to have. Like, I pay $216 a month for car insurance on my car. And I have not had an accident now in since 2011. And yet my insurance rates are ridiculous. Like, well, I just feel like I should go start an insurance company. That's what I should do. I should go start a car insurance yeah. company. Yeah, that's and, and scam millions of people out of their money. You sound more like a boomer every moment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How do I sound like a boomer? <laughs> like back in my day, oh, these dang kids, oh, these insurance companies, I don't, I don't, I haven't started back in my day stories just yet. I mean, I know I'm getting there, but. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Oh, and Brian, do you have any single friends? Because I'm on a mission to find Crystal uh, a boot thing. That's been my mission for this year. No, no, I, I think I think Brian already tagged. I think Brian tagged me already. It's his uh, TikTok crush. Did um, I? Did I tag a TikTok crush for you? Oh uh, no, 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 no! I thought you were my TikTok crush. I thought Brian. Oh Lord, let me find. Don't no, let me find don't Brian's mean. a man whore when it comes to TikTok. I am. Uh, I am off the market. I'm not like I'm not in the market, but I'm also not off the market. I'm just like I'm just you know I'm just skating right now. He's just existing at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, he had an idea for me and someone else. So, I mean, whatever. That's what I'm not a, not against his plan. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm it's just fine. saying that my mission is to find you a boo thing, though. Hmm. So, everybody, that's well, we don't listening. know anything. What what is what is Crystal looking for? Oh, uh, they got to have a job and a car. That's all I know so far. <laughs> so, so, so are you like the blues brothers are you on a mission from god i mean do you know who they are martel by the way who the blues brothers are? i know who the blues brothers are they're old but i know who they are 
Okay, I mean, are you on a mission from God that you're trying to make sure you get someone, you know, whatever? What you're doing? Yeah, and remember, everybody I grew up with were born mostly in the 50s, okay? So I do know about this stuff. <laughs> One aunt was born in the 40s, so I know, <laughs> I know about this stuff. You mean the stuff meaning the iconic Blues Brothers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, again, you know, the, the, the stipulations for Crystal getting a significant other can't just be a job in a car. I mean, that's <laughs> the only thing she's told me. I so. mean, that, that's setting the ball pretty. That's setting the bar pretty damn low. I mean, okay. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer had a job in a car. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, Crystal, you don't have to let us know what your standards are. You have to come up with some better standards then, because Brian is Brian is right. <laughs> look! Look at Mark Twain. Force is on the way to Branston. Woo! Who? Mark Twain. Do you know who Mark Twain is? Do you know who that guy is? No. That sounds like somebody it's... from the sixties. Oh no! Oh my lord! <laughs> what a name like that? They gotta be from the sixties. Maybe uh, 70. Look up, look up, just look up Mark Twain quotes whenever you get a chance. He is one of the, the, the great American authors. From the 1800s? But, yeah, from the 1800s. Sure, Marto. But, uh, <laughs> but, but the thing is, is you don't want to read his books. You want to read his quotes because he had some amazing things that he said about the world. And the weird thing is they still apply today for the most part. I'm not telling you to look it up right now. Oh no, it's, it's, I'm already looking. I'm already looking it up already. You shouldn't have told me to look it up, especially when I'm intoxicated. I'm going. I love googling when I'm intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh my just, god! Just yeah, the, he was definitely so, from the, the the funny part about this is, as he's looking up, looking up Mark Twain, is that. So we said we're going to take a little road trip next year, a little mini vacation next year, which will be fun. But um, he's always like up for some challenge to beat Google time, apparently. So he was born in 1837, 35. Good God. <laughs> was it electricity? Oh, yeah, I think it was. No, Look no, it wasn't. What books he wrote. Look up what books he wrote. And then all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, OK, I'm not even going to say them. <laughs> because you're going to be like, oh, okay. So what, what about what about the road trip now? So, they so he was he was like they banned one of like, his books in school now. They really? I mean, yeah. you mean recently banned one? Yeah, like in the last in the last ten years, they've taken his oh. books out of public reading in schools. I can honestly say I have never read any of these books. <laughs> Huckleberry well, okay, Finn, for God's sakes. Huh? Huckleberry Finn? Tom never, Sawyer? Never read them. Oh, Tom Sawyer. I've seen, you know, I've read them both. Everybody, let me introduce you to the millennial in the room. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, I've never read any of these books. <laughs> you know what? Screw you all, okay? okay. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, oh there's the there's the wine. Oh. The wine is okay, okay, Martel. So, so go from from uh, from my place to get to you, and then going all the way down to France, and 
10 hours and 45 minutes. So you're going to beat that time? I can beat that. <laughs> That's what he said. You're going to beat that going across the lake. Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, it'll be like 10 hours and stuff. We'll get there. We'll get there in eight. I'm like, what? I mean, yeah, GPS. I mean, like now, like most of the time when I'm leaving for work, I'm always late. So I'm always doing criminal speeds in the left lane going to work, as, as everybody yeah, should know. St. Louis, I heard, is crazy, though. St. Louis is crazy. Crystal, the speed limit where I'm at is 50, 55 in the city. I do at least 73 when I'm late for work. I, I mean, granted, you, you ain't going to beat that time. And I'm going to tell you why, because when you guys come through St. Louis, I'm going to have you stop and you're going to visit the city museum in St. Louis, Missouri. That is a absolute must stop place. Okay. But then when I and, GPS uh, there, though, I'm going to beat that time that it says the time is okay, going to tell me to arrive fine. there. <laughs> that's fine but they have but i'm not even gonna tell you you can look up the city museum but but you got to go to the city museum of st louis missouri b- before you come down to branson i mean it's just a must stop for anybody out there i think because i think i remember he was on live with somebody i think he said he took his family there i can't remember who it was oh yeah but even adults like even like i'm just telling you like the city museum is a marvel it is it, it is just amazing to walk through I don't know how many stories it is, but it's a big building downtown St. Louis. They've got a plane hanging off the top of the building that you can go into. I mean, they've got a seven-story slide. They've got, I mean, it's just crazy. I'm a museum freak, so that sounds awesome. But it's all artwork. The entire inside of the building is made of artwork Hmm. from top to bottom. It's just the most interesting place to ever walk into and you'll walk out of it you'll be like i've never ever seen anything like that i've never you've never seen anything like the city museum anywhere in the world that i could think of they couldn't think of a better name for it no it's pretty boring yeah but there's a <laughs> building too oh, i'm not i'm not going up that high no brian did you forget i'm black <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. Black people don't do height. A plane <laughs> flying way over top, way up there. I'm going to be drunk on that plane, believe me. Okay. <laughs> you're going to be that country song, you'll be drunk on the plane. Now, that's your. Yeah, that's your I'm so mad. I was reading a post. They're talking about taking planes, uh, alcohol off the plane. So I'm like, I'm going to have to be really drunk before I even get to the dang airport. Oh, now. my God. Like I'm gonna have to be seeing like at least four before when I get on this plane, so that way I can sleep through the flight. Well, we all know I have a fear of aeroplanes. I have a fear of trains. I have a fear of boats. <laughs> what? You'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I mean, I only have to fear of trains because like there was somebody, someone taking a train down to Galveston, Texas. For the uh the cruise, and then so then I went Google, I mean YouTube trains and stuff, and then what do what pops up? Train crashes. Up, oh, up. No, no, I don't want to get on the train anymore. Now, and then I don't. I watch videos on train crashes. Then I I watch videos on boats sinking. I'm like, no, what? Nope. This, this everything's just a disaster. Well, after what happened in your area, you should not watch videos on houses being crashed by trees. <laughs> I haven't. I, my, mine's the only escape. I think my the tree in front of my house right now is probably one storm away from like being blown over. I'm, I've, I've been watching it. <laughs> I wonder if I should call the city about that. Now that I think about it. <laughs> you probably should. 
Call him up. Hello. I don't know. They're mad at me because I kind of called the alderman and cussed her out and told her she needs to get the fuck off her ass and actually do something about the uh and checking her residence and her uh within her district or whatever. And I left it on her voicemail, so she's probably pretty pissed at me right now. Because I called her lazy too, a lazy fuck actually. And I left it on the voicemail with my with the name with my name and stuff and contact information and where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I have no filter. I can't help it. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. So, get back to me and dating. Suppo- uh, supposedly, because I know we're kind of rolling over this one. So, yeah, a job, a car. I don't know. Have this shit together. I don't know if that's possible. That's, I don't know. that's still leaving it very open. I don't know. They need to have their shit together as much as you think you have your shit together. There we go. Yep. Do you like them tall? Do you like them short? Do you like them white? Do you like them thin? I want them to look like Ryan. I like Ryan. Let's just pick somebody strictly based off their body image. That's a great idea. Oh, jeez. Yeah, don't. I mean, maybe Crystal's (laughs) the type who likes to be thrown around. You never know. Or maybe she's the type that likes to do the throwing around. You never know. Those are good things to have in mind. Yeah. I agree, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's probably... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> these are things to consider. Oh. I mean, I know there's personality, personality and all that crap, too, but... Yeah. <laughs> all that crap. <laughs> I, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, you I, know. I, I, this is a complicated conversation and we're making light of it, but I mean, it's a complicated conversation. I mean, there's disclosure, there's consent, there's a lot of things that, you know, that are going to exist in Crystal's world that don't, uh, that don't, I don't, I mean, I'm asking a question. Do they exist in the normal dating world? I mean, do, I mean, that's a, um, how do we find the right person for her? You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to bum anybody out. I'm trying to do say. You, I mean, do you like, do you like real wine drinkers? Or I don't know. She she do they exist in your world, Crystal? They do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright, we gotta find it because you know me and Old Yeller, we are total opposites. I don't know how it's been five years. I still don't know because most of the time I'm calling them all kinds of dicks and assholes. So I don't know. Well, you know, Paul Abdul said opposites attract. There we go. 1989, buddy. Or was it not 1991? Sorry, uh, I wasn't born yet. <laughs> so it doesn't apply. If he wasn't born yet, it doesn't apply. <laughs> Again, <laughs> everybody, welcome. Let me introduce the millennial. In the room. You know what, Brian? I'm not gonna keep taking these insults from you about being a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is gonna be. We're gonna. We're gonna just gonna roll over. This is gonna be like a. Two, we have a two episode podcast in this thing, really. Oh, like, oh my god, that we're all said and done. Good hey, I'm not running the show here, I'm just making <laughs> injections, so conjectures. Oh I'm, my gosh, you guys. Oh. Uh, I mean, Brian is just over here in some millennials. <laughs> well, my millennialism, but my I'm not. I'm, just saying that I'm pointing out characteristics that need to be identified. That's all. <laughs> Wait, Martel, what is everyone telling you at TikTok? Can we cut up your TikTok over there? Oh, I can't, I can't get I have, access to, to be TikTok. honest, I haven't even been paying attention. It's been dead. I know it was people going in and out real fast. So 
and it was going out. It was going too fast, so I gave up on that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink to that. I don't know. It's so warm. Like I don't understand. Like when I pulled my car out the garage earlier, it was like ninety-two degrees. Like I'm so sick of swamp butt. Like I really am. This is getting ridiculous. Like, uh, like yeah, Brian, Brian, and his people need to come and get their weather <laughs> out of the, out of Wisconsin. Bring it back down there where he is in Tornado Alley or wherever oh, he's at. It was in the it was in the 80s today. There's a nice breeze. It's so nice down here. Oh no, it's hotter than the gates of hell. <laughs> um, it's it's been horrible it's, all it's Florida week. humid. It's Florida humid. It's worse than Florida. I feel like I'm in Haiti right now. In the middle of nowhere with no water. That's what it feels like. I mean, it is hotter than the jalapeno coochie. <laughs> it is hot. I don't think it does. I, Haiti's hot about my coochie, Martel. Shut up. You know, you are in you are in a in a beautiful first world country, and you're not you're not dealing with any problems except for a little heat. Well, they need to take it away. Well, hopefully they managed to keep the electricity on because <clears throat> my internet been kind of crappy since uh, the power came back on. Because actually, after the power came back on, I still was out internet without internet for like a day, day and a half or so. So it was terrible. I'm like AT and T. You had like you had like three days or two days while the power was out to get your services back running. But then when when uh, the power came back on and my internet wasn't working, they're like, oh, only 27 people were affected, and it took you a whole day and a half. To fix twenty-seven people's internet service, like this is what I pay for. Huh? I pay ninety dollars a month for this. Sorry, I just remember I got a call and customer to get a discount on my bill. That'll make me feel better. I mean, I mean, yeah, I had a problem once with my internet that went down, but that was like some kind of like terminal. Yeah, you but know. you got Spectrum. That's normal with Spectrum. <laughs> Their service has always been horrible. I don't Today's like, podcast no. sponsored by Spectrum Internet. <laughs> <laughs> I would never take endorsement money from them. Yes, I will. I'm lying. I yeah, will for will. the right amount of money. <laughs> Today's podcast all... re-edited by Spectrum Internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are going to hear this, is like they had the drunken idiot was on here on, on making a fool of himself the whole entire time. And it's Crystal's fault. Yeah. Use uh, use promotional code Millennial ten percent <laughs> off your Spectrum Internet Ooh. first bill. Speaking of, I'm official brand ambassador for Raise Energy, so head over to Raise Energy and use code Martel One to get your discount. I forgot to throw that out there. There you go. Yes, go go get your energy drinks. You can get them at um, at your local. Stores, it's not my GMC, but I prefer for you to go online and use code Martel One, so that way I get fifteen percent of whatever you buy. <laughs> I don't so, think I need to tell that. I don't so need to tell that. So like, make sure you head on over to the. <laughs> you tell them to head on over to the website I'm and just type saying, in Martel One, and. It's just, yes, just Martel One. Did you guys use code Martel Run? And then whenever anybody, I get 15% commission. 
<laughs> I don't think people need to know that part, though. Well, but I feel like they will know. It. Martel will deliver it right <laughs> to your house. I mean, if, if that's possible, yes, faster I will. Than Google, faster than Google can get there, Martel will be at your house. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Oh, oh, oh deliverance. Oh, FedEx. Oh, FedEx. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We, we got to talk. We also got to talk about FedEx and panhandlers, too. Don't forget, buddy. We also got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Panhandlers. I might say panhandlers for the next episode. Okay. But FedEx. Oh, FedEx. I had a package that was supposed to be delivered on August 3rd. I called them a week later and they told me my package would be delivered the next day. Didn't come. I called them back and say, hey, I still have received my package. I was on the phone with some lady, some lady named Marquette or Margaret. I don't know. Her English wasn't very well. I don't know really what she said her name was. But she pissed me <laughs> off and said she kept telling me to file, call the company, had them file a claim. And I said, can you tell me why I need to file a claim? She wouldn't tell me. So I told her, you don't deserve your job, you piece of shit, and hung up the phone. I was pissed off. Call customer relations. They tell me after I told them that Margaret or whatever her name was did a horrible job at customer service. I called, I told them, they, they told them the whole situation. They tell me, oh, you have a longer, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? You have a longer tracking number. So um, your package was handed off to UPS. I'm like, you guys are in competition with each other. Why would y'all give a package that was shipped to you, that you, the company chose to ship to you through you? And why would you hand the package off to UPS? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. So then I go on Twitter and make another complaint. And then there's somebody named Mark Henry's John. I don't know what the member Marvin. Marvin was his name. Marvin on, from, from whatever on Twitter. He worked for FedEx or whatever. He tracked the package. He was like, oh, so what had happened was now he's telling me that my package is on someone on a truck somewhere. And that truck has not been sorted yet. And they don't know where my package is at. They just know that's on a truck that hasn't been sorted. But it will eventually get to you. And that's the last thing I heard. So I got like three different stories when I called FedEx. And I have yet to still receive my package at this point. What, and what did you order? What did you order? It was a Milwaukee Bucks championship t-shirt. Still haven't that's got it. That's weird. That would take forever in a day. I ordered this shirt the day that the, the Bucks won the championship. And here we are a month later, and I still don't have it. <laughs> and then this isn't like FedEx is just the worst company ever. Like we have a sign posted outside and that it says put all packages on the inside of the porch. And then sometimes I would go online, leave it in the notes to leave a package on the inside porch of my house. And they always set the package on the front stairs where everybody can see it. So whenever FedEx deliver a package to my house, I never get the package. Like I really hate FedEx. They are like the worst shipping company in the history of shipping. And that was my FedEx rant for this week. <laughs> oh, I thought Brian was about to fuss. He had the fussing face on. I I, I really want to, but like I, I really I, I really think that uh, we live in a beautiful world. Like we live in an amazing time. I can take $20 and walk into a Walmart and buy whatever I need for the week. That's, I mean, we don't have problems, Martha. I mean, we don't have problems. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, this is a, tell we me to go don't to Walmart? have problems. 
You just told me buy a T-shirt have, from Walmart. I'm yes. I mean, like there is not. This is not a problem. I am you know appalled. I am. I'm just. I just don't know how to convince you that this is not a problem. I definitely think that you should call back Monika or whatever her name was and apologize to her. Why? Because she was a dick. Because she's just doing what she was, what the screen said in front of her to say. <laughs> like that's just her job. Like her job says, tell Martell to. Call the but company. When I ask you know to saying? speak like, to somebody else and you keep repeating yourself, then I'm going to get. But that's why I got pissed off because I kept uh, asking because okay. I couldn't I couldn't understand what she was really saying. So I kept asking to speak to somebody else, so she wouldn't transfer me to somebody else that I could understand better. And she just kept repeating what she cried. was saying. She went she, home and cried that night. You made well, her cry. Well, she deserved it. Oh, that's wrong. Oh. Never, that is so wrong. Oh. Uh, She's so sad. And then there's a Walmart literally down the street from my house. I don't even go there. I don't go there anymore either. I, I order it online and it gets delivered to my door. I mean, most I could probably, I by, probably sometimes, by FedEx. Sometimes I can't wait that long, so I just go to do like curbside pickup or something because that, that's just faster. I thank God for the quarantine. 2020. I, I love it. I mean, it, it, uh, uh, DoorDash and Walmart delivery and everything else, it's just like, it's never going to leave my life now. I, I want to go back into another lockdown. <laughs> I was able to sleep longer for work and then get up for work at like, at like a half hour before I was supposed to be at work and still get to work on time because there was no traffic. Oh, I, was, was I nice. enjoy every was, minute of the lockdown. It was nice last year. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Nobody yeah. was on the roads. Everybody was working from home or laid off or whatever it was. I mean, I, I was laid off until I could figure out what they figure out in Wisconsin. How can we function? How do we get back to work so I we mean, can do stuff? As long, as, now, long, you, long you, as we keep Ron Johnson in office, we're all going to be dead pretty soon anyway. So. No, no. I he's, thought it was funny. The, I took it. I took a new job. I took a job a couple months, probably about five, four months ago. Uh, it's for a magazine company. And, um, and, the, and uh, you know, when they were interviewing me, they were telling me, well, here's where your office is and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to be there. And they're like, haha. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not ever coming into the office. I'm, I'm working from home. I have an office and it works fine. And they're like, oh, well, we would prefer. And I'm like, I don't care what you prefer. Like, this is pandemic time. Like, I know how to do my job. And as long as I'm doing my job, I will not be in the office. And, and they, I think they really thought I was joking. And I had a conversation with the, the head, the big boss, you know, just a couple of days ago. He's like, so how's it going? I'm like, it's going great. Like, we're doing all our numbers. We're doing awesome. And he's like, yeah, are you coming into the office ever? And I'm like, no, I told you when you hired me, I'm never coming into the damn office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian, you sound a little echoey. It's like you were like distance from your phone. Oh, it, I, just, I still heard it. You know, I just put it in in the description of the podcast. Like, hey, Brian has some audio issues, but I understand what he was saying because if the company that I interview for is strictly remote, so I'll be at home working, doing the same thing. That's with, why uh, you're taking that job. <laughs> you lied. Yeah. That is not the reason why I'm taking the job because I kind of prefer because like 
when during the week or whatever, most of the time, besides when I'm going out to go drink and make bad decisions, which don't happen that often, the only time I literally leave the house is to go to work. So I kind of enjoy leaving the house and going to work and getting mad during rush hour. It's kind of my thing. I enjoy that part. But uh, yeah, I mostly took it because of the pay, which means more money to finance stuff for the podcast. Hey, and I'm gonna get paid. Woo! Yeah, hopefully Crystal's finally start getting paid, which means you got to start Woo! paying taxes off the money. <laughs> It'll be a legal job. Oh, Brian said I don't have to pay you. Okay, great. No, Crystal, Crystal can get paid if Crystal goes and gets some sponsors. It, it's right. See, this is you're, life. Am I this so bad? You're, yeah, you're you're. Your audio again. Look at Crystal being a good co-host complaining about your audio. <laughs> Brian's right there. He's working on this thing. I'm not complaining. I'm telling Brian that he's so like distant. Is that better? I turned off my No, no, you're still like got that like like that you're maybe you're he should like a believe in the power of the Christmas tree. Yeah, I have to go train somebody tomorrow. Yay. Oh, no, I gave up my preceptor role at work. I told them, they're like, yeah, we need more preceptors. Like, no, I didn't even go. I didn't renew my preceptor anything. I gave no. Um, I'm, I'm trying to make my grand exit uh, out the door. Uh, my whole goal on my last day there is to tell everybody to kiss my ass and I, I hate you all and then leave. Uh, it's my goal. At the moment. I don't know about anybody else, but that's my goal. Okay. Speaking of season four, before we go, season four starts September 18th. We're going to be doing producing two episodes a season. So over the course of this season, y'all got uh, over what 22 weeks. You guys have gotten 24 episodes over the last 22 weeks. So next season, we're bumping it up. So it will no longer be 22 weeks uh, for an entire season. We're going to be limiting that down to and then it's gonna be two episodes a week so much i'm so excited which means more hey. guests more craziness more me being drunk yeah and and maybe by that time maybe actually i'll have to get back into the beverages a month after to be probably like thanksgiving and then speaking of so i'm in this facebook group for podcasting and um this one guy had asked a question about um has anybody seen any progress with their podcast in the last year or so? And if they haven't seen any progress in the last year. And then uh, I offer some feedback. I was like, hey, I go take a listen and then give you some feedback, whatever. And they say, no, I have people hit me up now. Like, I'm the podcast guru on feedback. Like, hey, I'm still an amateur too, you know. I'm not, I'm not that experienced in podcasting. But I guess when a lot of people say they did, they ask for feedback, and people really don't give honest feedback on the, on the podcast or their opinion. They just say, oh, yeah, it's a great podcast. And that be it. So, yeah, I give honest feedback. Like I had told him, um, I was listening to one of his episodes and it just started with him, just him and his buddy just talking. I didn't have a clue about what was going on. and It was confusing me. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it was like four minutes of me not knowing what you were talking about. And then next thing you know, your intro play and you got to talk about what your actual episode was about. I'm like, ah, oh, you kind of lost me there because it made me wonder, like, huh, what did I miss before you start recording your podcast and type stuff? 
So, you know, I, I try to give my honest feedback when I'm sober. Most of the time I'm at work complaining when I'm listening to these podcasts too, so. <laughs> it's, been, it's been tough with work. Everybody's like stressing out because joint commission is coming coming through or supposed to be coming through for an inspection. So like everybody's like gonna be walking around like chickens with their head cut off, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, can you do this? Can you do that?" I'm like, "No," because I've been doing everything I'm supposed to do leading up to joint commission. So it's not my fault that now they're here and now you expect me to do extra work because you wasn't doing what you were supposed to do. So now I'm just gonna sit back and watch you make a fool of yourself at this point, which is entertainment to me. If anybody don't know, know what joint commission is, that's when the state comes through your facility and they critique everything. And if they find anything out of place, I think the minimum fine is like $10,000. Oof. Well, so that, that is a, if, that is if, a healthcare if there's a, Yeah, if there's a bio bag where it's not supposed to be at, $10,000 per bag. Oof. If they so stop your bio truck and you got nothing but bio on your truck and it came from a certain facility... And if they stop that truck and they basically pick up your cans and they turn them upside down, if any fluid comes out, it's ten thousand dollars per per bin they find like that. I mean, it's it's no different than work than being in like manufacturing where OSHA gets involved. Oh, we got Safety. them too. We got everybody in our business there. That's why I'm trying to leave. It's crazy. They rip you from the rooter to the tuta. You don't know which direction they're coming from at this point. Oh no! I, I mean, don't care. I had a inspector kind of look at me and like almost grab my mask, and I had like a mask on that day just for, you know. But uh, looks like Brian is leaving us. He's gonna call it yeah. a night. Looks like. Oh yeah! Hi, Brian. To, I was about to get ready and send Brian off everybody and end the episode. Actually, uh, let's thank Brian for joining us on this episode of Sandcast Different Day Podcast. While all my shenanigans, yay! Oh, he, thank he, you so much. He, thank you so much, Mr. Brian. He, 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 too, he was too good to unmute and say something to us. Apparently, but you can check out Brian at OMG. This is still Brian on TikTok, and I believe it's still the same on Clapper. Um, those are his two locations for social media. Well, as we are wrapping this one up here, uh, Mr. Martel, what are your socials? Um. So my, <laughs> you go ahead with your socials. Why? So my socials are my social medias are my socials are not talking about other things. My socials are you can check me out on Facebook at Crystal B. Check me out at TikTok at Miss Carebury WI. And you can always check me out on the original place where I like to have fun and take pictures. Oh, God. The app for the old people. <laughs> Snapchat. DJ Care Bear one three one. You can check me out on that. And then let and them know where they can find a podcast. Also, and don't forget, you can check out the podcast on direct.me slash same day different different day podcast. Don't forget what? to check us out. Okay, first you're frozen, and then you messed up the name of the podcast. <laughs> I said, I said you talk about me. You call me I out said, when I did it. You call me I out. Said, when I did it. So. So the, the correct website is direct.me slash samecast different day podcast. Don't forget to also, you can also email us at s scdd podcast at gmail.com. And you can Thank find you. us on Instagram at samecast dfnt podcast at 
on Instagram or first gmail.com. And you can find me on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the TikTok. I think those are the only socials I got. At um at Martel Roland. I think I do have a Snapchat, but I haven't been on there in like six years, so I don't really know how to use Snapchat. And I don't, don't expect to see anything from me on, on Snapchat if you find me on there. Um, the oh, Facebook wait, page is Martel Roland One, and make sure you go like the like the page. Uh, the same the Facebook side, the podcast page page on Facebook, which is same Catholic Today podcast. Make sure you like that. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm drunk with the wine, and then um, don't forget to like my page, Martel Roland One. On um, Facebook, yeah, hit that like button on there. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Saint Cat Different Day Podcast. I am Marcia Rowland, and you have heard Krista B. That's me. And don't forget, before we go, check. We also do have our own websites: direct.me slash Martel Rowland and direct.me slash Crystal B. Make yeah. sure you check us out and follow us on all all our social medias. We will keep you in the loop have a good one everyone this has been a buck sun production